you've heard us mention that since COVID began, God has brought a brand new ministry and dropped it right in front of us, Marian fathers. He brought the necessary people to make it happen. Father Kaz for his approval. Brother Mark for doing all the technical aspects of setting everything up, which we couldn't have done without him. Brother Ken for allowing us to enter and engage into a beautiful ministry each and every mass. And in this new ministry um, came not just thousands, tens, not just tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, and you could say that by just some of our videos have received over a million views, millions of people that had not been exposed to divine mercy. Some yes, many no. And with that, it's a beautiful ministry. We, we common get, commonly get rebuttals and, and questions, criticisms of the Catholic faith, but I actually think this is good because it's opening dialogue. It's opening a chance for us to answer these questions. I don't appreciate the rudeness sometimes, but that, that happens and, and we respond. Now, one of the most common things that we hear in these comments is you Catholics are pagan. You changed the Sabbath. You Catholics changed the Sabbath. I really have no clue why this one is so difficult. There are others that I admit are very, you know, they're, 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 they're challenging to explain and we do our best. But I really am at a loss on this one. If you don't like this church worshiping Christ on Sunday, you got to take that up with Jesus. He chose to resurrect on Sunday. He fulfilled the Sabbath of Saturday. We are not Jewish. We are not Jewish. We do not follow the Saturday Sabbath laws. Christ has fulfilled those. There were 613 laws. Christ fulfilled those. And by resurrecting on Sunday, we now have what we call the Lord's Day. Now, it all makes perfect sense. You know, um, Jesus fulfilling the law of the Sabbath is now the way we worship. What do I mean? All right. Sunday to the Jews is the first day of the week. All right. So when Christ resurrected on a Sunday, it recalls the first day of creation. To the Jews, Sunday is the first day. So when Christ also resurrected on a Sunday, it recalls that first creation. But it's also the following Sunday, if you listen to scripture. So it's actually what we call the eighth day. That's what Divine Mercy Sunday is. Now, this is interesting because it's the eighth day. It follows the Sabbath, which was the seventh day. God created in six days, rested on the seventh, then Christ resurrected on the following day. And now this is very powerful because following the Sabbath, it symbolizes a new creation. It's the first day of the week again, <clears throat> but a new week. God created the world in that first week when then we got broken 
Jesus came down, fixed it, and now he's starting a brand new week, a redemption. This is why we call it the new creation. You have the old and the new creation. Jesus says, I make all things new. This is why it's on Sunday. This is why we Catholics go to Mass on Sunday. Sabbath means seven. Maybe you didn't know that. The word Sabbath means seven, which means covenant. So Saturday is the old covenant. Sunday is the new covenant. So if you want to attack Catholicism for changing the Sabbath, you're missing the whole point of what Christ did. Christ resurrected on Sunday to give us a new creation, to fulfill the old law, to fulfill it. The seven, the Sabbath, which means seven, which means covenant, is the old covenant. Christ resurrecting on Sunday, the day following, starting a new week, gives us a new covenant. We've been teaching this for 2,000 years. And so this is the beauty of our Catholic faith. You know, the Pharisees didn't get this. And they, you know, granted, they were not mad that Jesus ate this grain or healed, that he did it on a Sabbath, which was considered work. Work was not allowed, so they had to define work. Did you know this? There were 39 basic actions that were laid down which were forbidden on the Sabbath. Among them were preparing a meal, so they had to eat leftovers. I would have no problem with that. I love leftovers, okay? I'm a scavenger. I don't let anybody at the Marion Helper Center throw away good food. I scavenge that. I, please don't throw away that spaghetti. I will take it. So they ate leftovers. Uh, other parts said not even healing could be done on the Sabbath. But Jesus's approach was different. What did he do? Okay, Jesus claimed that human and even animal need, remember the other scripture passage, he talks about who would see their donkey fall into the cistern, wouldn't pull it out. So Jesus puts both human and even animal needs above these laws over ritual custom, basically petty rules. This is what we're falling into our society today. We're making rules more important than people. You've all heard my story of Father Seraphim. When I was on the plane and the guy in front of me, his seat was about, I'm not exaggerating, maybe two inches back and the stewardess came roaring down the aisle demanding that he put his seat up. He pleaded with her, he just had back surgery discs, hemorrhage discs, he pleaded with her that even this little bit allows me, and we were sitting on the tarmac. It wasn't even, we, were, we weren't even flying yet. We were sitting on the tarmac and he begged her, he pleaded with her to please. And I, I was behind, I was like, it's fine. He can, he can have that chair all the way back if he wishes. Stewardess didn't hear a word, comes roaring back up the aisle, the co-pilot comes, they threaten to turn around the plane to go back. We were all going to have to board the plane. This is preposterous. This is what Jesus means when we put petty rules ahead of humans, ahead of human beings. Oh, but we have to follow all these. Yes, we do. We need, we need order. This is true. But with sensibility, with logic and reason, 
And so this is what our Lord is telling us. Now, how do we know this? All right, do you know that to light a fire, to slaughter an animal, and to lift it onto the altar, which the priests had to do on the Sabbath, broke the law? You weren't allowed to do that. You weren't allowed to build a fire. You weren't allowed to slaughter an animal, and you weren't allowed to lift anything. So how do you reconcile this? This is what Jesus was all about. So the priests were allowed to do this. Why? They had to do these things. Temple worship had to continue. So there are exceptions. There are exceptions. I use the, the vaccination. I have severe blood clots. I came within a whisper of dying in 2017. Then the following year, 2018, I came within a whisper of dying again from um, a severely 99% blockage in the main artery of my heart. 2017, I nearly died from blood clots. Impossible for me to take the vaccination for other reasons, not just personal beliefs, but I could die. The risk would go up to 50% of death because of blood clots and inflamed heart. Yet I've been banned from several things. The latest, and I apologize to all of you who are scheduled to go with me in October's cruise, corporate travel out of Michigan, I'm extremely disappointed. They never told any of you who were scheduled to go with us that your vaccination was required. Never was this told of you. And several of you are trying to get refunds and they will not give it. I will never work with corporate travel again. This is unfair. This is unjust because some who have chosen not to be vaccinated are being banned. This is an example of what our Lord is talking about. This is an example. And so Jesus clarified this. Worship was offered to God and it took precedent over the rules of the Sabbath. The priest could slaughter, build a fire, and lift the animal onto the altar. The worship of God took precedent over the petty rules that Jesus violated himself. Saying, didn't you read what David did? He ate the bread he wasn't allowed to eat. Jesus didn't condemn him. It was for human need. And so at, you know, at, at the best way, or I should say the best way to worship God is to help your fellow man. To allow the exceptions when needed. To allow a man who's in agony to put his seat two inches back. To allow somebody who literally will die, most likely if he gets a vaccination, to live a normal life but we've banned these things. There is no law above that which answers the call of human need. None. The Pharisees, that's why Jesus railed on them. They focused on what you can't do and failed to see what you should do. That's the big difference. What corporate travel should do, refund this money. Instead, they're focused on what you can't do. You can't go because you're not vaccinated, which our people were never told that. The sins that are involved are omission as well as commission. So works of necessity and mercy and honoring God are very legal on the Sabbath, even if it means doing a little work. In Christianity, the individual comes before the system. It's the opposite of communism. 
In communism, the system comes first. The individuals are neglected. In Christianity, the individual comes before the system. Yes, this is very true. Without Christianity, there is no democracy. Our founding fathers said this. Because Christianity alone guarantees and defends the value of the individual. Important. So to finish, if Christian principles are banished from our society, there's nothing left to stop a complete totalitarian state. And we are seeing that. We're seeing that. This is a warning Jesus is telling us. You know, Jesus answered that the purpose of the Sabbath was that the Sabbath was made for man, not man being made for the Sabbath. It's for the benefit of the people. So to cure on that day is good. Purpose of the Sabbath. God gave the Sabbath to help people, not so that they should suffer, but so that they may be helped. Now, however, I do want to finish that this doesn't mean that we don't have responsibilities. Of course we do. You know what the catechism says in the Code of Canon Law, 1247? On Sundays and other holy days of obligation, the faithful are bound to abstain from those labors and business concerns which impede the worship to be rendered to God. The joy which is proper to the Lord's day or the proper relaxation of mind and body. So yes, while I'm giving exceptions to the rule, there's also the rule. And the rule is that we put God first on the Lord's day. We don't do unnecessary business or things like that. We shouldn't put unnecessary demands on others. And we should try to avoid things on Sunday that we don't really need, such as shopping. Okay, that forces other people to have to work. Now, St. Um, John Chrysostom, all right? Basically, we must go to church on this day. And it's better to actually go on Sunday than Saturday. Saturday is a massive anticipation that was created for those who have to work on Sundays that have no choice, like doctors or nurses. We do need, do need people working on Sundays. People, airline pilots, things like that. Now, St. John Chrysostom said, though, it's important you must go to church on Sunday. He said, quote, you cannot pray at home as at a church where there is a great multitude, where exclamations are cried out to God as from one great heart and where there is something more, the union of minds, the accord of souls, the bond of charity and prayers of the priest. You don't get that alone in your room. That's why we worship together on Sunday. And lastly, Catechism 2185 says family needs or important social service can legitimately excuse from the obligation of Sunday rest. That's what Jesus is talking about here. But the faithful should see to it that legitimate excuses do not lead to habits prejudicial to religion, family life, and health. Very important. Remember, religion is a virtue. Religion is under the virtue of justice. Why is religion justice? <clears throat> justice is not eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. We explain that in another homily. 
Justice is giving someone their due. So it is justice that I'm obedient to Father Cass. As our provincial superior, it is his due that I be obedient. It is proper because that is his due. It is proper that I give proper uh, honor to civil law that is not inordinate or wrong law like, like choice for abortion or something. And the biggest of all, the worship of God. The reason why it, that religion is under the virtue of justice is because when you worship God, you're giving him his due. It is just to praise and worship and adore our Lord. So religion does that. Religion therefore falls under the justice, excuse me, the, 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 um, um, uh, of justice, the virtue of justice. Because you're giving God his due when you come to worship on Sunday. God deserves your worship. He is due your worship. So when you do that, you're giving the virtue of religion. We all need to grow in virtue. That's one of the easiest ones. Simply go to mass. Simply practice your faith, especially on Sundays. That's the meaning of the Lord's day. Thank the good Lord for explaining this to us. And let us pray for all those letters we get that condemn Catholicism for neglecting and changing the Sabbath that the enlightenment, as St. Bonaventure says, you are illumined, that they may be enlightened to see that we didn't change it, Jesus fulfilled it. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you and God bless you.